This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Welcome, everybody, to this week's edition of Behind the Braves, presented by Jostens, the official podcast of the Atlanta Braves. I'm Braves Digital Media Content Manager Ricky Mast, joined here in my office uh, uh, with my partner and co-pilot, Director of Braves Alumni Relations, Greg McMichael. Greg, I have to tell you, I don't have it. Where is it at here? I've got, brought it with me today. I brought oh, my paperweight. No, 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 no. This is my ring. <laughs> oh, I brought okay, my nice. brought my ring. Although it's big enough, it could also be yeah. a paperweight. Yeah, if you set it, it down, I'm like, dang, that's I know. Heavy. So I brought my World Series ring with me today. <clears throat> nice. Some, got some people coming to the ballpark oh. tonight that I know. So I figured, impress them. Figured I might show it off a little bit. Uh, so I brought it in here, and of course, this ring was uh, designed, manufactured by Jostens, our official presenting sponsor behind the Braves. If you haven't already done so, head over to jostens.com slash Braves and you can check out a whole line of merchandise inspired by this here very <laughs> World Series championship ring. So how many times have you actually worn it like out? Um, let's see. Like a part of your attire that I'm, yeah. I'm going out on the town. I'm going to, you know, I have, let's see. I haven't really done it out on the town just because we're in season and I work most games. So I would count the times that I've actually worn it to the ballpark in the press box or when I knew somebody's coming to the game, uh, you know, to do the little thing of where I don't tell them I'm going to wear it and shake their hand and they go, oh, oh, oh you know. <laughs> so I've probably done that. Let's see. We got these first week of the season, April, maybe two or three times since okay. then. Nice. Actually, I think twice. And then today will be three. And then I'm leaving for vacation uh, tomorrow to see my family. We're going to the beach. Mm-hmm. So we're all. Do not swim with that. No, 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 no. <laughs> not not going to take it out to the ocean. But I haven't haven't seen my parents or my, my uh, sister since I got the ring. So I am, nice. am going to uh, take it with me so I can show mm-hmm. it off to them. So I'm going to count that. as So I think twice mm-hmm. to answer your question as of today. But as of the time the we, this weekend is over with, we'll be up to like four times that I've, okay. I've worn it out. So Nice. I'm still debating. I mean, Justin's did such an incredible job with this thing. I mean, it's just it's one of the best rings. I mean, you can, you can Google sports championship rings and the baseball ones in particular in recent memory or recent years. Mm-hmm. Like, there have been some great ones. I'm not knocking any of them, but... This Braves, this 2021 Braves ring by Justin stands out. I mean, what are we going to do when we win in 22? I mean, I've already got it. I mean, it's. I know, but where do you go from there? I mean, are they are they going to have? Is it going to play like the uh, the Braves fight song or something? (laughs) Well, that's speakers come up out of it. (laughs) Maybe (laughs) has there ever been a championship ring with a Bluetooth in it? I'm just thinking, how in the world do you? I don't know what you could do to top it. I am here for that challenge, as I'm sure Insung Kim and Justin. Two finger ring. Hey, I like that. It's like brass knuckles. Yeah, that's probably never been done either. Mm -mm. Well, you know what? I look forward to when we have to figure that out with Justin. 
Cities yeah. this, this this November. That'll be fun. I like that. Yeah. Jostens.com slash Braves. Go mm. check out the stuff. I'm in love with my ring and all the merch inspired by it. So uh, go check it out if you haven't already. Greg, exciting times here. This is, a, by the way, a Bubba and Harry edition of Behind the Braves. We like to do these from time to time. Uh, not that we couldn't have one of our fabulous guests in, but we're just selfish and need to feed our own <laughs> egos and have an episode with just us every We haven't now gotten then. enough words in this week. Right. I know. I know. We need to need to pump ourselves up a little bit here. Mm-hmm. So all right, there's there's a whole lot going on. Literally, as we're taping this, uh, all-star voting just ended. Like, literally right after I hit record was the, the final minute mm-hmm. for all-star voting. So we will find out uh, after taping at some point tonight uh, who's elected starters in the all-star game. Then, of course... About a little over a week from now, we'll find out the rest of the All-Star roster. I think that we've got a good shot at getting a few Braves in there. Ronald Acuna Jr., already in there, won his spot by virtue of having the most votes in the National League last week. Not surprised. Yep. He's a superstar, so that so we know Ronald's going to be there. Uh, you and I were actually just talking about this before we, we turned the mics on. If I had to put money on it right now, I feel like we'll have... I feel like for sure we're going to have four... I feel like I, I could get – I think we might end up with five. I feel pretty solid, wow. pretty sure. I know we'll, we'll have Acuna. Dansby, whether he's elected a starter or not, I, he deserves to be there, and I think he will be there. I think Max Fried is very deserving and will be there, and I think Travis Darno hmm. will be there. Now, I also think I can give you – I think William Contreras uh, has had a great season, and I think it would be – the All-Star game is an exhibition game. The the Just the visual and the cool story of having the Contreras brothers start mm-hmm. on the same All-Star, or being on the same All-Star team would be sure. really, really cool. And it's happened a couple times, I think, throughout the history of baseball, but not very often, mm-hmm. obviously. And you can just tell when those two have played each other this year what that's meant to them. So I think the All-Star game would be another level. So for... For the storyteller in me and the emotional part of me, I hope it happens. I mean, and, and look, All-Star Game, making the All-Star Game is all about how you performed and all that. But at the same time, it's it's a time to highlight good stories. And, I mean, look at what the commissioner has just done this year. And they just announced today, actually, um, the commissioner is going to be able to add one player from each league into the All-Star Game, based, basically based on the career that they've had. So Albert Pujols and Miguel Cabrera are going to be all-stars this year. I can see how you're reacting. <laughs> I kind of had the same reaction. But once we get there, it, it'll be cool to recognize them. I will say, I said this in the press box last night. We were some, Me and some of the beat guys were talking about this. Like Chipper made it in his last year, and that was really cool that he did. But he, he earned his way on there. But... But back to my original point, I'm trying to be Pete positive here. <laughs> it would be cool to have the Contreras brothers in there. So Kyle Wright, I think, is absolutely deserving. I think Kenley Jansen's absolutely deserving. I think AJ Minter's deserving. Mm-hmm. Um, but I just named like eight guys, and it's just you know you probably you're not going to get eight guys. So I think four yeah. or five are, we're going to get in there, which would be pretty darn good. Well, I think the first mistake, as you said, the commissioner. So that was <laughs> the first problem. Um, uh, <laughs> I mean, we're getting to, like, participation awards now, yeah. uh, and I'm sure some of the former All-Stars. I was never an All-Star. Um, You're an All-Star probably, every year in my book, right? Probably my best <laughs> shot was uh, in the first half of 93, but they didn't take they didn't take uh, set-up men at that point. Now they do. I think Johnny uh, Johnny um, uh, Johnny uh, Venters was the first person I ever saw that was a setup person that didn't have the amount of saves. Typically, they used to take the top three save leaders. Well, and you have to, if you look back at and at Johnny Venters and the, and 
that point in his career and what he was doing in that season. Oh, it was incredible. I mean, you, he was so dominant that the saves part of it didn't even no, matter. He, had a he one, was just r- ridiculous. He had a, maybe less than a one ERA. He was pitching every game, striking everybody out. He was he was pretty nasty. But yeah, I don't know how I feel about that. I'm sure the purists would say, you know, what you got to earn your way on there. But I, I'm all about the Midsummer Classic. Is that what we call it, right? Mm-hmm. Um, that is about celebrating the game and the players, and obviously, Yadier and and uh, Albert deserve to be there, uh, just from what they have done, and you're celebrating some a couple players that have been doing it at a high level for a long time. So it's, I don't have any issues with that. I'm it's just, it's Albert it. and Miguel Cabrera. Just to, oh, I'm sorry, uh, but I'm sorry, I mean, because Yadier, it's it was his last year too. But, but, but honestly, and he's 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 been hurt. I yeah, think, but but right. You, you could make the. I mean, you could make the same argument there. Yeah, easily. I mean, so same if difference. you're going to take Cabrera, why wouldn't you take Molina? I mean, he's he set all kinds of records for catchers. Right. So I think there's a number of guys. I think Cal Ripken. They probably did the same thing. They did the same thing. Hank had like twenty something straight, and I'm sure his last year wasn't his best numbers, but they, um, you know, they still probably took him because at that point, I mean, he was the home run leader of the world. So, uh, right. you know, there's something there's something to that, and I, I have no problem because it is all about the fans right the fans vote i don't know if that's always the case i I love the story about um you know our favorite left fielder from rico cardi from from the braves how the the only time he made it to the all-star game was when the fans wrote his name in the ballot box they didn't even have him on because I don't know nobody he and I think he would agree with us nobody liked him right the other place he was just so intense competitor that uh, a lot of the teams didn't like him and whoever voted on at the time whether it was sports writers or whether it was other coaches uh, they didn't like him but the fans loved him because he was such a great player but that was the year he and of course he had unbelievable numbers I mean he's he's the franchise leader along with Ralph Gar in, in batting average for us for a career it's over 315 I think and um, so he had an incredible career but the thing that the only chance he got to go to an All-Star game was when the fans actually wrote his name on the ballot. That's pretty fascinating. So I love those stories to hear to hear about. You know, they all, I love watching it. I'm not a huge fan of the Home Run Derby. Um, I think, uh, who's the first baseman for the Mets? I think he could just Alonzo. not play anymore and just do that every year, and he'd probably be perfectly happy. Right, right. Uh, he gets so excited about it. But uh, it's, it's kind of – Wins a million fun. bucks playing winning the Home Run Derby I, each I year. I will say this. All. I remember – Probably my most memorable All-Star game was when I got to see Bo Jackson. He had two home runs. He hit the first one off Big Daddy. And um, from the Giants, I'm trying to think of his um, his real name. We call him Big Daddy. But anyway, he took a, a sinker off his shoelaces and hit it dead central in, in Kansas City. And uh, he was amazing. So that, that was a very memorable All-Star game. But you know what? There weren't a lot of them. Right. I mean, they got pretty boring. Right. I mean, not as boring as football. You know, where they're playing two-handed touch. Uh, the, the pro ball is the worst yeah. event. And basketball, sports, I, didn't, yeah. I didn't even know they had an all-star game. Well, basketball. See, b- basketball, I enjoy the <laughs> – like, I like the, the three-point contest and stuff yeah, like that. Yeah, that's kind of cool. cool. The, that's kind of cool. The, the dunk contest is kind of <laughs> – yeah, jump the shark a little bit, I yeah. think. But like the three point skills competition, like some of that yeah. stuff, I that like. Is, that is cool. But we don't really have that, which right. would be kind of fun. So the home run derby is it, but it, it's at least gives it a little bit of interest, and and yeah. I like seeing the guys get their acknowledgement for the first half. You know that they've that they've had, and so I, I'm I'm looking forward. To it. It's not something I I usually watch the home run derby, and then that's it. And I like to see the guys kind of interacting with each other. Yeah. But I I hope we get a. I mean, I wouldn't be I wouldn't be upset if we had ten guys. Sure. I mean, we just have such a solid team. But you know, part of me says I wish none of our guys were going. 
Right, give them the break. Or just get the chip on the shoulder. You know, I mean, just like, oh, yeah, you're going to overlook me, you know, but Snit's going to do that because he's going to, if it comes between two guys, he's going to pick, he's going to pick probably one, you know, one of our guys. But I'm, I'm excited because they deserve it. I mean, my gosh, they've come on strong. Now, if the All-Star game was a month earlier, we wouldn't have any guys. <laughs> we right. We wouldn't have any guys probably, right? Yeah. It's amazing how much ground they've made up in one month. I know. Now, Max is pretty much pissed pretty pretty good you know and kyle wright i think kyle wright's just as deserving as anybody sure and there's probably an argument for spencer he just hasn't started all year so i I would probably not you know take him but kyle wright definitely right there with max freed and and like you said aj mentor and kenley jansen so i don't know i just um i'm just so excited about this team and how they are really just playing at the top of their game but they're playing as a team yep you know they're pitching they're playing defense they're hitting they're not only hitting but they're timely hitting two outs RBI situations they're hitting and that's just that's how you win and I just I just uh when you see this team turn it around like last year it doesn't stop I'm just so thankful that they did it earlier and and I don't see this team slumping because they're they're a bunch of veterans and they've been there they've done that and they just they now they've got it down it doesn't mean there can't be an injury that'll jump in shoot we've already seen some Acuna and Albies already get hurt and then we still may get a couple guys back you know Tyler Yates and and uh, Mike Soroka so we get those guys back it's like trades at the deadline so yeah, there's nothing but high expectations for the rest of the year well since you mentioned uh, let me ask you what uh, oh by the way can I get you a drink I've got a mini fridge here in my office uh, I've got Diet Dr. Holy Pepper God. Now, what are you a VP Coke. now? <laughs> no, I'm just a guy that does. Uh, every, you know, the people who are listening, you realize that we don't go to my office anymore. I have to come down to yep. Ricky's office. He's got the fridge. He's got you know all this. He's got an interior decorator in here. I mean, I don't. Holy cow! There's, this pretty impressive for for a guy who was like um, <laughs> you know part time in the mailroom. You know, six months ago. <laughs> Well, I've accumulated a lot of stuff through the years. I I think with social media, you've learned some pictures on some people or something. Greg Mize, I think you probably like uh, found some secrets that you've like, hey, listen. You know, I I know all your secrets from, from social media. Hey, listen, whatever it takes. That's always been my mantra. Look at me now, <laughs> you know. You had to come it's in here and look at, all my, look at all my toys and I all know, my stuff I'm hanging up on the wall. Blocking out the Virginia stuff, but other than that, it looks pretty impressive. <laughs> well, it's but, just I think it's nice for you to get to see what a national championship from this uh, this millennium yeah, looks like. Yeah, I know. Anyways. Um, <laughs> no, I did want to ask you, because we were talking about, uh, as we're getting to it, we're approaching the trade deadline. As it stands right now, and it's so funny how things can change so quickly because we're we're taping this on what Friday, July eighth. You know, July twenty fourth, the Braves needs the twenty twenty two Braves needs could be completely different. I look at last year, mm-hmm. Acuna didn't go down until what was the last day before the All Star break or next to the weekend before the All Star break, and then that led into the Jock Peterson trade and then a brand new outfield within a couple weeks. But as we sit here today on Friday, July eighth. I wanted to just pick your brain about where do you think the biggest need is. I will say this. I think the good thing is there's not one place, I believe, in my opinion, on the roster right now you're going, man, that is just a black hole. That is just – that's a disaster. we got to throw everything we can at that. But I think there's obviously areas for improvement. For me personally, I think right now, I think I would try to add to the bullpen. I just think you need a little more depth there. Matzik is back. That's great. But he just came back. And, you know, we don't know – we don't know if he's if he's yet the 2021 Tyler Matzik, and that's not a uh, an indictment on him. He he just came back, so we just don't know. He's got to get back in the groove of things. So with Luke having having been out for the year, Tyler has been out for most of the year, just came back. 
Kenley's currently, we, we, we think we're going to get Kenley back pretty soon, but he's been out recently. We think we're going to get Kirby Yates at some point, but we don't know exactly when that might be. So to me, I feel like if you can add a piece or two there. <laughs> hey, I cut down. Greg was, Greg was holding in. I don't know if that was a cough, a burp, or what. And I cut down the mic, but uh, now we're just sitting, we're all here, good. We're sitting here staring at each other like, oh, that didn't happen. Um, but where do, you th- where do you think we need to add? Well, defensively, nothing. Yeah. I mean, even though we're missing uh, Ozzy at second base, we're missing his bat. But, I mean, my gosh, we've got nine – eight bats in the lineup that can play anywhere i mean they they're they're just going to continue to hit but we are missing a very formidable bat in the lineup we're not missing anything defensively because what we have out there is going to play great all and of course with michael in center field we've gotten better defensively yeah than where we were last even last year oh better defensively he's I don't say this lightly. He's a special talent in the outfield. Yeah, I mean, look what look what he's doing for the pitching staff because yep. he's taking away all that short stuff. That what drives pitchers crazy when they make a good pitch and it falls in between short and second. And, you know that Bermuda Triangle, yep. center field, short and second. That is what drives people crazy. And he's getting all that stuff. So that that really gives a lot of confidence to your pitching staff. So nothing defensively, uh, hitting wise, we're fine. It's just really the fact that the bullpen's beat up. We have injuries. I don't have the, a lot of confidence in, uh, even though our bullpen numbers are when you when I saw them last night, they're incredible. But my gut feeling is confidence wise, if we were going down the stretch and it came down to the bullpen, I you know I think that's the one area of weakness. But there again, Kenley should be coming back. Yates should be coming back. I'm saying if Soroka comes back by September, he's in the starting lineup and Strider's back in the bullpen. So then you've got that because they're going to want to limit his in- innings anyway. So now that's a perfect match. So now he can pitch the the you know sixth and seventh, and then that'll give Tyler time to get back. And then um, and you know and you hope Mentor continues on his track. So. I think that's going to be fine. Obviously, we miss Luke. Luke's done such a great job for us over the last two years. But, uh, you know, O'Day is filled in um, fine, and he's he's pitched well, and he, he's having to pitch later than we probably wanted him to. And then we're also having to, uh, you know, pitch guys that we're, try- we're trying out that are coming up and down from AAA we've gotten from other teams. But I think when it's all said and done, when we're in September and we're right there with the Mets – or we're a game or two ahead, we're going to have our bullpen back intact, and our starting pitching will be fine. Our lineup, Ozzy, should be back by September, hopefully. And I think we're good. I think yeah. we're good. But the, I don't think, see, there's any need. Now, you know, with Alex, he may – you don't know about Kenley. We don't know the real story of whether he – you know, if this is a temporary thing or if this is something that could have been lingering. I mean, he's pitched lights out. But yeah. doesn't mean that would keep Alex from going and making a trade and getting a closer right. or getting another bullpen arm. But I'd say that's probably where he would do that. I think even if Ozzy doesn't make it back, I don't think he would go out and, and do something drastic for for a middle infielder. I think our no, Garcia, no, I don't think yeah, so. I think what we've yeah. what we've got is fine. And but I do think that you can always look to add pieces in the bullpen and and if the starting pitching is the way it is and they're the way they've been pitching is incredible then he's not going to mess with that because you know you know you're waiting on Soroka to see what he can do I don't think Soroka is going to be one that's going to go to the bullpen but I do think that it'd be it'd be natural for for Mike to get his innings in in July you know half of August and then he's got six weeks 
and then um, he'll be ready to roll. And I don't see him not being the Mike of old. Um, you know, there again, he's 24 years old, but the Mike that we're used to and seeing how he pitches, it would be a lot easier for Spencer to go to the bullpen and pick up where he, he was before. He's a little bit more mature, but then they also, they don't want him pitching 200 innings. They don't want him pitching even 180 because he's not, hasn't had that much experience. And so they're going to have to limit him. And that would be a natural way to do that and still let him pitch, you know, two innings, you know, a couple times a week. I just, I think I look at recent years. Well, heck, look at Look at the 2021 Braves with the night shift. I mean, you look at recent years, recent teams that win championships and having a bullpen where you've got multiple guys that can close a game or that are that that caliber mm-hmm. quality. I, I just think to win in the current day of Major League Baseball, to win it all, you got to have multiple guys at the back end of the oh, bullpen yeah. like that. So I don't think Alex is going to trade the farm for anybody at this deadline, but I think if there's a deal to be made where you can get a – or maybe you do move a, a bigger piece in your system to get back a, a controllable closer-like reliever that you've got for multiple years. Because let's look at it this way, too. Obviously, you're playing to win this year, but Kenley's a free agent after this year. Will Smith's a free agent after this year. Luke How, is, it's already been three years with Will? It, it has been, yeah. This is Man. his third year. So you start so you start looking at at that and going, well, now wait a minute. If there's, I'm not planning on making a big deal at the deadline, but what if a team that's not not only not contending, but not going to contend for a while, but they've got a young stud closer who's controllable for a few years, well, then maybe then maybe make look at making a deal there. So I, mm-hmm. that's and listen, we don't have any intel on this. We're just we're just speculating. But that's where I look at it and go. If a deal like that is on the table, I could see them pulling a deal. And I think that would make a lot yeah. of sense for us. And look, who knows? Two weeks from now, there could be – you don't want another injury to happen, but this is what – things can happen, and you, you just never know. There could be a completely mm-hmm. different need from two weeks from now. Two weeks from now, Kenley could be back. Matzik could be looking like the Matzik of old or be back to looking like he he's kind of back at 100% again. And then you've got some other injury somewhere like, oh, man, we got to go – yeah, fill this need. So you just well, never we, know. We've ne- we've not been the only ones to say this, but Alex is a genius. So he's whatever we're thinking. He's three steps ahead oh, of that, yeah. and he's going to do what is going to be best for this ball club. I don't. If anybody doubts what he does at this point, they're just they're just not very. They're not living a reality. They're not living a happy life. No, because <laughs> he is just point. he just he's making all the right moves and doing it the right way. You know, even through the whole Freddie fiasco and all that, you know what? He did what he was supposed to do, and he didn't do anything wrong, you know, and um, that was all on their side of the ball. And and when you look at the moves that he's made and you look at the way he approaches things, and, of course, we know him on a different level because we get to see him in the office and we see him at meetings and stuff. He's no different. I mean, he's just – Alex is what Alex is, and and that's the way he approaches things, and he just – I have a lot of respect for him. He does a really good job, and so I don't see that changing any. Whatever formula they've come up with to a evaluate talent and and to get the right talent on this team working with Snit and the coaching staff who have the on-field personalities and they understand the kind of the pieces and then mix that with the analytics and what uh, where people are in the stage of their careers and where they are in the stage of their how many bullets left in their arm or uh, you know what their body type is whatever formula they have they've got it they've got it figured out for what what's needed by the Atlanta Braves so I, I have complete confidence in him he'd have to do a lot of messing up (laughs) a lot of messing up for me to say yeah you know maybe alex needs to rethink what he's doing but 
let me tell you, we're like four or five years away from that. That would be like a run of bad, bad moves. And uh, I just don't see that coming. I got to tell you, as again, as I sit here and look at this beautiful uh, 2021 World Series championship ring made by Jostens on my desk, I have a hard time imagining anything Alice could do that's going to upset me because, uh, yeah, well, hey, it's right there on the ring. The date of the, the trade deadline last year. Yeah. I mean, there it is. And that's 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 all him. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. One thing, all right, changing gears just a little bit. I was thinking about this this morning. Uh, with with We've got two, we might have the two uh, Rookie of the Year candidates on our yeah. team on the same team which is pretty pretty darn cool in spencer strider michael harris the second so i was wondering because you're somebody who you had a great rookie season you finished runner-up to mike piazza for rookie of the year in the national league so what i was wondering and i know it's a little bit different now because these guys with social media and all that like there can be in blogs and whatever else there can be people speculating on rookie of the year candidates way too early and often uh, but the fact is, it's all there. So I don't know how much of that you heard back in 93. But I was curious for somebody who had a phenomenal rookie of the year season or rookie season, excuse me, and was very much in contention for a rookie of the year. Did the possibility while you were playing that season, while you're still playing, not when it was over, while you're still playing, did the possibility of winning that award ever enter your mind? Did you hear much noise about it? I mean, what would you remember when you first mm-hmm. started here? Like, did you hear first hear like hey, you? Greg Michael could be rookie of the year. And like, what do you remember about that? Uh, so I did win some monthly awards. I, I won rookie of the month. Uh, I was on tops all-star rookie team. There was 10 of us with Pedro Martinez and uh, a few other guys. And um, it was never, I, at least it wasn't talked about with me, but, but this is probably the reason why at the all-star break, Mike Piazza was on the cover of sports illustrated Okay. Plus, he was on the Dodgers. He's out in Hollywood. So, and think about this. So, in 1993, I was runner-up to Mike Piazza. Won 94. Chipper was runner-up to Hideo Nomo. Or 95, yeah. I mean, no, was it? No. 95, because 94 strike season. So, oh, 94. Yeah. So, I wonder if they won, had the award in 94. Uh, That's might a have good been, question. I, I can think, look that up. Because Klesko was there. I think he was third, finished third in 94, maybe. Uh, but I don't know if they gave out the awards, but I do know there was like three straight years where we finished. Was it Clasco? It was Raul Mondesi in '94. And who was in second? Who, who Let's was the see. I've only got the winners up here. Uh, but I, I know Chipper up. was definitely runner-up to Hideo Nomo. But they won three years in a row. I think it was four because Todd Hollingsworth won it the in '96, I believe. And. Um, Okay, so let's see if I'm reading this right. Raul Mondesi won it. Uh, forgive me if I'm I'm butchering this man's name. John Hudek. Hudek, yeah, he was a from pitcher. Astros. Yeah, yeah. And then Klesko uh, was third. Was third. And that was what, what? What year was that? And then Javi Lopez was actually, I think, ninth. This was '94. '94. Okay. 
Mm-hmm. So yeah, so you had me, Klesko, and Chipper, and then you know, e- and even in '96, Jermaine Die could have been. Uh, he might have been up there in rookie of the year voting too. But I think Todd Hollinsworth won it for a fourth for Dodgers four years in a row. They where they won me five. Yeah, I'm going through. I'm yeah. going down. '96 should have been Hollinsworth, and then '96 was. Was Hollinsworth and Jermaine Die was he's down the list a little bit. Oh, looks he is. Like he okay. finished. Well, I mean, he finished. Looks like he's sixth or seventh. Okay, year. but he it's just he didn't get to play enough because DJ was in right. But DJ got hurt towards the end, and we all saw how he was going to have an unbelievable career. But you know, I so it wasn't really talked about. Of course, we didn't have social media, mm-hmm. right? So that that kind of plays into it. You didn't have a team that was as, as sophisticated as we are from a marketing standpoint. I mean, remember, we didn't do any corporate sponsorships. Until I think the first one was in 1997 at Turner Field. Think about that. There were no corporate sponsorships. Like, think about how this place operates now with all the corporate identities that we have from Delta, Home Depot, Coca-Cola. I mean, we have a huge corporate partnerships program. So I think with all the stuff that how sophisticated we are as an organization now, we didn't have it back then. So we didn't talk about those things. It wasn't anything that we were promoting through social media and all that. So it really wasn't brought to my attention. Of course, I knew I was having a good year because I became the closer at the all, after the All-Star break. But what's crazy is I think Mike Stanton had 28 saves at the All-Star break. And then I took over for him, and I went 15, 15 in a row. But um, but together, combined, we had an incredible year, <laughs> both of us together. Right. And, um, and of course, we went on to have a, uh, an unbelievable season that year. But, no, it wasn't talked about that much. But I love seeing – I think it's, it's a – um, it's a tribute to the organization to see the kind of talent that the Braves, you know, there was a point in time where there was a lot of, we were in a lot of transition and we didn't have a really a full minor league, you know, program. So there wasn't a lot of guys that you could talk about, but you think about over the years where Max has come up, Soroka's come up, Acuna's come up, Albies has come up, now Michael Harris, and you think about Riley. So, I mean, we're back to the way, the organization that I remember having Ron Gant, Mark Lemke, Jeff Blauser, Javi Lopez, Eddie Perez, Pedro Bourbon. Um, the, I, I remember the organization that uh, David Justice, who was Rookie of the Year, right? right. Chipper Jones, yeah. So, so I think we're back to that, which excites me because obviously, when I think of organizations like the Dodgers, who have been perpetually a solid team, they bring guys up because they know how to draft. They know how to draft. They know how to develop, and they always have some young stud coming up, pitcher, uh, some young stud that's coming up as a position player, and I feel like that's who we are now. I think we're leading the league in in development and drafting and. And um, and I think we got away from that, and there were some outside circumstances uh, that that contributed to that. But I think we're now we're back to that, and that really excites me when I see these young guys coming up and contributing. So I I, I look at it more that way than trying to win Rookie of the Year awards and all that. And and I, you know even though I was drafted by the Indians, I still started out in A ball with the Braves, and I went double you know A ball, double A, triple A winter ball and then the big leagues. So I felt like that I was kind of homegrown, even though, and then plus I grew up in Braves country. So, um, so I don't know. I, I think I'm, I just love seeing just this plethora of talent that, that it's in and out through our organization. I think it's just there again, it's a, it's a tribute to our, our scouts, our player, um, you know, development program and all that, all that good stuff. Well, and you look at it this way too, with, with Spencer, like let, let's look at Spencer Strider, Michael Harris, the second, 
Spencer Strider was a fourth-round guy out of Clemson in 2020. Michael Harris, third-round guy who Dana Brown, who we've had on this show, mm-hmm. convinced Alex, like, this is a guy, like, nobody was gonna, else was going to take him that high, but he convinced him, like, we need to take this guy. So if you look at, like, our, you know, you got all these different organizations that rank each team's farm system and where it relates to, you know, wherever you are in the top third or in the, in the 30 teams. When we were rebuilding a few years ago, you know, our system was always at the top. Now, I don't even know where we are. I would assume we're probably at least in the bottom half, if not the lower, the bottom third by that that prospect ranking system, right? Because a lot of those guys that made us number one, number two are now in the big leagues. <laughs> or, but what's exciting, or have not stuck anywhere. Or have not stuck yeah, anywhere. Like yeah, just, that's how it works. Yeah. We just DFA'd, you know, Tukey, who was probably helping contribute to make that number right, sure, years ago. Sure. But what's exciting to me is, so even though you, maybe you're, you're – the the prospect ranking might not be where it once was if you can keep finding guys like a spencer strider in the fourth round a michael harris in the third round you can keep developing guys like that then who cares where your prospect ranking Mm -hmm. is if you've got the system in place to identify those guys develop them and bring them up then you're going to be okay because and i get why our prospects why our system's a little bit look we traded a lot Mm -hmm. for matt olson a lot of these guys have graduated didn't stick and then a lot of we we used multiple of our our top first round guys and to get Matt Olson here, but I just can't get over both. The, we should be extremely excited about Strider and Harris for a lot of reasons. That's another reason that we should be excited. Is like, hey, look what our well, look what our front office did in identifying mm-hmm. these guys and, and bringing them up here. Because listen, if you're watching Spencer Strider this year and you're going, well, this is a guy that should have gone in the first round, right? Yeah. If you're watching Michael Harris the second, you're going, oh, this guy should have been like a, this is easily a first round talent, right? <laughs> Third round and fourth round. That's that's what these guys were. Yeah. So that that's very exciting and another testament to to Alex and yeah, I, again I can't imagine ever I trust that and, and Alex we trust in this office that's yep, for sure exactly well listen this is a really exciting time I know we got the Mets series coming up next week there's already like that little bit of a buzz I can see it online I can we're talking about a little bit in the office here uh, I've seen I think I just saw yesterday what the the, t- the current ticket sales numbers for those three games are already it's going to be rocking it's going to be a full house even that Wednesday day, day game there's going to be a lot of people here, and mm-hmm. it's going to be awesome. So Yeah, and hey, we're uh, speaking of Wednesday, we're going to have uh, over 100 of our Native American families here for that are coming for our showcase nice. this next weekend. So they're going to be at the day game on Wednesday, which we're really excited about. And then we'll have our 50 players participating in the showcase um, Saturday and Sunday. So uh, looking forward to having them visit with us. That's going to be really cool. And then right coming up, it's going to be here before we know it. Got the All-Star break, got the big Angels series here, which is going to be really cool. I'm as excited as a Braves guy. I've not been this excited about an opponent coming in (laughs) because I've still, I've not seen Otani play in person. I've not seen, I've not had the chance to see Mike Trout play in person yet. So I'm excited about that. And then right after that, the end of the month, Alumni Weekend, which is going to be awesome. You've got all kinds of cool stuff planned. You're going to be doing a live episode of this show out in the plaza on Sunday of Alumni Weekend. We've got the Hall of Fame induction. We're going to be celebrating the 82 team. Got the Home Run Derby, which will be here at the ballpark, obviously, and Mm -hmm. broadcast on Bally's. I mean, got autographs, got a parade, got on-field roll call. It's going to be a lot of fun. Yeah. That parade, I always love the parade. Through the battery, it's, and we're getting used to having parades around here, and I, I would I, like to, I'd like to keep it that way. That's right. So. I've had guys tell me that, um, that we're inducted into the Major League Baseball Hall of Fame, that our parade rivals that one. I can believe it. 
it's it's the perfect setting for it right out here. That comes right through the battery, Atlanta ticker all, tape. Yeah, it's great. All the Braves country can come out and see a bunch of Braves legends, and then come on in and watch the Braves take on the Diamondbacks. So it's going to be a good weekend. Yeah, looking forward to it. All right. Well, on that note, I have uh, kept you in my office long enough. <laughs> I'm already. I'm getting ready to head to the beach for a week. I need to Man, rest. Life's up. tough. I've been working so. I, well, I work so hard decorating this office. I'm worn out. <laughs> I mean, look at all this stuff. <laughs> so you did a lot of good work here. Yeah, I try. Hey, I'm going to be on vacation next week, but stay tuned. We are taping another episode that'll be that'll come out next week while I'm gone uh, with a special guest, and uh, we're really looking forward to it. So. We'll be here. I'll be on vacation, but don't worry. There'll be another new episode of Behind the Braves next week, a non-Bubba and Harry edition. So <laughs> we very much appreciate you guys listening, rating, reviewing, subscribing, Behind the Braves, presented by Jostens, wherever you get your podcasts. And until next time, for Greg McMichael, I'm Ricky Mast. We'll see you then.